Welcome to episode 5 of the Digital Chris Podcast. Uh, I promise you guys on the last one that the next time I would do a podcast is when I have a guest. Uh, today I have the man behind Milo the Cat, aka Is This How You Go Viral, Adam, a YouTube sensation, does the mashups of all the cartoon characters that you see with all the old school rap songs. Uh, his latest one was uh, Biggie and Barney doing Big Papa. Past few days, a little over 150,000 views. He has over 160 million views altogether on YouTube. It is Adam. Adam, welcome. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Cool. So 48 hours after the Big Papa, Biggie Smalls, Barney mashup, 166,000 views. What was the uh, thought process behind that video? Uh, you know, I, these are like the videos that I make. This has become, uh, you know, my typical style, this mashup style. So uh, it really the thought process was I did two cartoon ones in a row and I just kind of said, oh, I got to switch it up and get back over to like the puppet or live action type stuff. I don't know. I have this long list of ideas and songs and characters and all that shit and it, it just kind of seemed like it fit. Yeah. Which one's harder? Is it the cartoon that's harder or the live animation? The I puppet? used to say cartoon. I don't know. I think like I taught myself a couple little tricks on these last couple cartoon ones that I did, especially this Rick and Morty one that I did. Now I want to say that like cartoons might be a little easier for me, and I'm starting to think that I think I like the cartoons ones a little better. So I, I think I'm going to be making more of those soon. Nice. All right. So since this is uh, mainly a social media type podcast, once the video is put on YouTube, what's the next immediate platform that you share the video on? Well, you know, sometimes I it, look. I post it on YouTube and then I share that YouTube link everywhere because I think Facebook views are total bullshit. You know, right. like you see these videos with 20 million views on Facebook and they have 50,000 on YouTube. There's no way that it would have 20 million views. Like, you know, I just think those views are so fake. So right. I just like to put everything back to that YouTube link. So basically on my Facebook page, on my Twitter and all my social media and stuff like that. And I even do like a little Instagram post where I, I have to do that nonsense where it's like, oh, you know, link in bio. And you can't link out of Instagram. All right, no, so no. as far as your fan base goes, I know you have a lot of followers on Twitter, uh, also Facebook, and then, like you said, Instagram. I really don't have that many on Twitter, by the way. I'm really okay. kind of a loser. 5,000 is a lot. No, nah, it's like 2,500, and it's like I get no action on Twitter. But, you know, one thing I will say is I got some uh, quality people following me, thanks partially to the host <laughs> of this show, who, I got to say, tweeted my Beavis and Butthead video, at Mike Judge, and I saw the damn notification on my phone. I'm like, what's this idiot doing tweeting Mike Judge? Like, why is he bothering this guy? And then, like, next thing I know, my phone starts blowing up. Mike Judge retweets it. He writes a great comment, you know, saying, like, great job on the video, and then ends up following me. So I got to thank you for that, man. Awesome. Yeah, no problem. I mean, that's how you do it, especially if you're doing it backwards and thinking of who you could reach out to with what song before you do it. But as far as picking the songs go, where do you reach into your you know, memory bank? Do you have you know, a favorite type of band that you always like to do work with or a favorite type of cartoon? Yeah, I mean, in terms of the music, I'm like a huge old school hip hop fan. I even said publicly, like on my stupid Facebook page years ago, like, oh, you know, as a joke, like, I, I guess my vast knowledge of old school hip hop isn't going to pay off in the real world. And it's like kind of crazy that it kind of sort of is now at this point, you know, so really, I, I love the music so much. I got a library of music in my head. And then 
I've kind of just been, as I work during the day, just listening to old school hip hop all day, as I normally would do. And, uh, you know, the ideas start flowing. Right. All right. So I'm looking at your videos now, and it seems like, you know, 1 million, 1 million, 2 million, uh, and then, you know, 86,000 or, you know, 48,000 or 38,000 with the Beavis and Butthead. When do you know that it's going to go viral? It's weird. Most of the time, right away. Most of the time, on the ones that really took off, it's like I upload the video, I watch it once, and then I hit refresh, and it already has like 40 views. You know, in the course of a minute, it has 40 views, and that's when you kind of know, like, oh, wow, this is starting to take off. But uh, one thing that really is a great indicator is the Facebook shares, I think. Right. You know, when you see a big page post your video, it's always great, and sometimes they have 2 million followers and stuff, but Facebook limits the reach so much that you never know what's going to spread, and... If you see, you know, a page with a lot of followers that has 40 shares, it's not necessarily, you know, a, a great sign. But all of a sudden, if like one of these smaller pages that doesn't have that many followers starts bringing in 200 shares on a post, that's when you kind of know, like, okay, th this thing's spreading for sure. Right. Right. So just looking at the last few videos, you always get probably a thousand to one with thumbs up to thumbs down. How do you deal with the haters or the negative comments on the YouTube video? You know, there's actually not that many nowadays, which is unbelievable because in, in my past, I've been doing this i just hit my 10 year youtube anniversary and my old videos used to get so many damn haters even the ones that were kind of big and the ones that people a lot of people would like them like all my subscribers would like them then they would kind of break out to the rest of the world and people would rip me to shreds so i used to respond to them i used to you know kind of like battle back with them that kind of became my thing but now there's so few haters and these videos are getting so big that i kind of feel weird even acknowledging them now i kind of feel like i'm I'm like, you know what? Fuck you guys. It's ridiculous. When this video first started, it had something like 650 likes and one dislike. And that one dislike, I'm like looking at it, I'm like, who, you know, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And I'm like, come on, man. Like, like really? Like, who? I don't think I've ever clicked dislike on any YouTube video ever, no matter how much I hated it. Like, it's just like a weird kind of thing to me. Like, you're so, you're so miserable that you got to click thumbs down, you know? Like, right. I don't know. I just don't get it. All right. So, and then with that, with the comment section, do you ever look in there for ideas for the next video through the comments of what people actually want? Ab absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, I always kind of put it out there and I say like, leave the suggestions in the comment section and all stuff like that. And I, I make like public Facebook posts pretty often kind of saying, uh, you know, let me, let me hear what you guys want to hear. And what I'm really doing is, uh, kind of seeing what songs that are already on my list pop up. There, it's very rare that someone's going to, put out a song and say hey do this one and i'm like oh i forgot about that song you know i wasn't aware of that but i have this extremely long list and if i start seeing you know someone throwing out an idea and then all of a sudden it gets five thumbs up on the comment then i kind of like take that into consideration and you bump it up my list right are you ever worried about spending the time on a video or a couple of weeks and then have a record company just tear it down and say no don't do oh, that of course yeah i mean that that's like my absolute nightmare you know and it's happening in the past, but YouTube actually uh, is really great about kind of letting you know which songs you can and can't use. So basically, 
most artists are nowadays making their songs available and then they just get the air revenue for it, which is great. The only stuff that's really off limits for sure is anything associated with Tidal and Jay-Z and stuff right. like that, Connie which kind of sucks because, you know, like I'd love to do a Jay-Z one and they, like even a Kanye one, like an older Kanye song. I think mm-hmm. that would be great, but I, I don't know. So who's your ideal artist to do that you haven't done yet? I know you've done Big E, you've done Warren G, you've done Beastie Boys. Who haven't you done yet that you want to do? Well, definitely Tupac. And it's almost becoming, like, it's a little crazy because there's so many good Tupac songs out there. And I'm really conflicted on which one to do because now it's like this whole thing, like, oh, my first Tupac video. Right. And it's almost like my fault that I should have just banged one out in the past and then ripped the band-aid off and been able to do whatever I wanted but now it's like the question of figuring out what that first Tupac song is and I still really don't know what about uh, America's Most Wanted two of America's Most Wanted yeah I mean see like that's a great one but I don't know if that's I, I just don't know I, I, at this point I got to figure out which one to do. Um, one of my buddies actually gave me a great idea. Shout out to my buddy Dan Taft. Uh, gave me a great idea for a Tupac song with an actual visual that work great but uh i can't seem to find clips and i don't really want to say which one it is just in case i can't find the clip so <laughs> what about um like ninja turtles or ghostbusters those cartoons you ever think yeah, of doing you that know what? i actually downloaded a bunch of old uh, ninja turtles episodes and um a, the weird thing about that is that they really don't talk that much those those characters right. it's kind of strange it's almost like all their adversaries are the ones doing the talking and splinter does plenty of talking <laughs> there's a lot of scenes with shredder and his mouth is covered which kind of totally sucks for this format right and Shredder was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, too. What do you mean? The voice of Shredder was Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. Get out of here. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, James Avery. He's dead now, but yeah, he did the voice yeah. of Shredder. Yeah, I know. May he rest in peace. Yeah, Uncle Phil. <laughs> Got to tag him up. That's funny. I can't believe you didn't know that. No, I had no clue. So when you do a video like this and it goes viral, how fast are you to pump out the next one? You know, in this case... Uh, when stuff like this takes off, it just motivates me. So I usually take a couple of days just to enjoy it, which is kind of tough to do. Just kind of searching everything, seeing who's saying what about the video, reading the articles and stuff. And I don't know, I really do get a kick out of reading the comments on, on all the sites. On Facebook, like, still trending on Facebook now, so there's, like, a lot of people posting it still. Again, like, I've been doing this 10 years, and for the longest time, there were so many negative comments. So now that the majority of them are positive, I, I really love reading them. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's the best part, especially, you know, with the internet, you get that instant feedback and you get the, you know, kids that are aren't afraid to say anything and you know let you have it whether it's good or bad so it's i kind of cool. feel like a creep because there's a lot of people that like you know write it with like laughing crying face and saying like who made this and like i'm sitting here reading it and i'm like like i just want to respond to them like oh yo this was me but you know i i don't but no, i don't know i just think that's funny that's fine as far as you know future videos go are you ever thinking of doing something new i know you did kendrick lamar but newer music or is that it does loses the nostalgia effect you know what yes because i feel like the way for me to truly grow is to include some new stuff but you know i want to stay true to my old school hip-hop roots i'm pretty damn pretentious about my hip-hop so i think a lot of this new stuff is just not good enough for me to do a mashup and i i have like 
this very strong feeling that not every song deserves a mashup. And I'm really adamant about that. I, I just don't think that some regular run-of-the-mill song deserves a mashup. So absolutely, I want to do some new stuff, but it's got to be the right, right song. It's got to be the right fit. But yeah, that, with that said, you know, there's definitely going to be some newer songs in the mix coming soon. We're not going to see the Panda song, Metallica, or Pearl Jam? Look, I... I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big Pearl Jam fan. I'm a huge Metallica fan. I think, you know, Metallica is like one of the greatest bands of our generation. But Pearl Jam, I thought their early albums were great. And then I just kind of, I don't know. I'm more of a They had three CDs that were good. They had three good albums. That was it. I don't want to hate on them because I know they got so many damn fans. I don't know. They just never really were my thing. True. All right. So right now you're at the subscriber level. Do you have a goal with subscribers or no? I'm, I'm growing. And this is the fastest I've ever kind of gained subscribers and every new video I'm kind of picking up some new people and stuff so right now I just hit like 17,000 yesterday which is pretty solid because I, I kind of abandoned this channel for a while and started doing work for New York Magazine and for Dig I kind of had a six to eight month period of time where I didn't do anything on this channel so it was growing and then just totally stopped in its tracks and then now basically this is I want to say just this year alone probably like 14,000 out of the 17,000 subscribers came over. So it's wow. definitely growing fast. I, I want to get to 100,000. I think once you get to 100,000, it, it just looks so much better. YouTube get that little has plaque. so much more respect for you. You know, like they, I think like the people at YouTube definitely are aware of me. I have like a partner manager and stuff and like mm-hmm. she loves my stuff. But I think they'll really take me seriously if I get that subscriber number up there. Cool. Yeah, and you get that nice little shiny plaque that you could show off. Oh, yeah. So if you had to plug anything, just go to YouTube slash Is This How You Go Viral? Yep. And then Facebook, uh, Milo the Cat, all of my work is under like my online persona, Milo the Cat. Yeah, that's basically where all the stuff is on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. It's easier with the persona because people aren't going to hate a cat. They'll hate a person. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, no, people will hate a cat. Believe me. There's plenty of people that have hated this cat over the years. I, I kind of looked at it like, who the hell is going to follow an Adam Schleichhorn page? Like, I wouldn't follow that fucking page. I right. don't know anyone that would follow that page. You know, it's like, oh, cool. Here's this schmuck making videos. And then the Milo thing, it kind of just makes it a little more, a little bit more of a brand. But it's really also because these videos take forever. And in between these videos, I could still pump out content using Milo, like pictures and memes and all sorts of stuff like that. Right. So what do you think about the current state of YouTube with everyone having, you know, camera or microphone and able to, you know, put their own show out there? I mean, look, there's a lot of great stuff on YouTube, but like there's so much garbage on there. It's it's ridiculous at this point. And I feel for the people in the YouTube office because all these people on YouTube that are like growing get so annoyed with them. Like, oh, why don't they acknowledge me? Why don't they help me? Why don't they do this? And it's like, you know what? They have millions of people that they have to try and wrangle here, and it's it's not easy to break through. And I'm seeing that firsthand. You know, all these viral videos, I still only have 17,000 subscribers. It's still so tough to break through. And I used to think, you know, and especially back in the old days of YouTube, one viral video and then your channel exploded. But right. there's so many damn channels now that I'm seeing firsthand. You need a bunch of quality videos for these people to really click that subscribe button. So that's what I'm trying to do. 
Yeah, but then on the flip side, you have people that are reacting to movie trailers that have, you know, 600,000 subscribers. Well, yeah, well, I know. That that type of stuff kind of drives me crazy. I mean, some of them have <laughs> talent, but uh, most of them do not. And sometimes it kind of kills me. But at this point, look, like, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be like a vlogger or a reaction video type of dude. Uh, so well, what about you know, uh, let, let unboxer? Do thing. Yeah, no, I'm not going to unbox anything. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that type of stuff. And you know what? YouTube. And I've gone to these YouTube meetings where they've kind of said to me, oh, you should really do a vlog. You should really do this. You should do that. And I'm like, no, like, I don't do that. <laughs> That's not what I'm ever going to do and, you know, get the idea out of your head pretty much. Right. No, yeah. And you see a lot of people that are cashing in on it, whether they're opening, you know, free stuff or they're, you know, sponsored by people and you know, the vlogs turn into, you know, sponsorships and all that stuff. Yeah, but you need a lot of views consistently to really do this full time as a living. Like, a lot of views. And it's got to be every week and it's got to be growing nonstop. I think, you know, especially like we're here in New York, it's not easy to do this full time here. It, right. It's just not, you know, maybe uh, no offense to, you know, middle America and stuff like that, but the cost of living is a lot less there. Maybe it works out a little better over there, but I'm telling you, here in New York, like, yeah, it, it's just it. not enough money to survive off this YouTube thing. Yeah, the job title of YouTuber doesn't exist on uh, Long Island or New no, York. No, I so. tried it. Believe me, I was almost there like a bunch of years ago, and you know, it kind of all came crashing down, but it was for the best. <laughs> now, uh, you said that you spent, what, 10 years on YouTube? Yep. Did you ever voyage out to Viddler or any of those you know, fly-by-night video Oh, websites? every single one of them. I got videos on every single one of those sites. Yeah, like every Every single one. I I got videos. Uh, name it. I, I got videos there. And, you know, some of these sites that I've gone viral on, but it's always kind of a weird thing that, it, you know, you get a little action on this random site when, again, like you want everything to go back to YouTube. It, right. It, almost doesn't make sense on these other sites but back in the early days of internet video youtube was clearly the you know the top dog but they weren't the, the only show in town and i think like all these little sites were popping up and everyone was trying to break through i devoted plenty of time to these other sites to stupidvideos.com and iFilm back in the day which right. is one that most the flip cam were. everyone had a flip cam yeah i did have a flip cam actually and that thing became totally obsolete when the iphone updated it's totally crazy. obsolete and, you know, no one thought uh, we'd be watching, you know, videos on our laptop or, you know, videos on our cell phones. And now you go to the bathroom without your cell phone and you feel lost. Yeah. My girlfriend at the time bought me the flip cam as a gift and I used it for like a week. And then I got a new iPhone, whatever it was, it was like an iPhone 4. And the video quality was so much damn better on the iPhone. <laughs> and I wasn't really shooting iPhone videos anyway. I remember like, I just never used this flip cam anymore. My girlfriend at the time was like, you She's like, why don't you just use the flip cam instead of your iPhone? I'm like, Be because the iPhone's better. Who would you want from me? That's crazy. Yeah, now you have photographers that are like iPhone-only photographers. It's well, yeah, those commercials that Apple are running are, you know, this was shot on an iPhone. What they don't tell you is like, there's you know, a lens and like there's also like an added lens that they put on there. And there's also like incredible lighting. And there's also, you know, all sorts of stuff yeah. like that. Cool. All right, let's see. Anything else that you want to plug? What do you uh, oh, yeah, give no, a tease no. of your uh, next video? Yeah, one last thing I do want to talk about is uh, what about those Knicks, you know? Um, <laughs> they broke social media for a few hours uh, this afternoon. They did, and rightfully so. You know, I know a lot of people have already about Derrick Rose's injuries and stuff like that, but he's still so much better than anything that we had. Good riddance to <laughs> Calderon. Calderon. Well, Robin Lopez, too, and then they threw in Jerry and Grant. Yeah, and, and then... 
I've, I heard a few people were kind of upset about the Jerry and Grant thing, but he's going to be good, but he's never going to be a star. I don't know. By the time he's any good anyway, his contract would have been up and he would have went somewhere else. He averaged like five points last year. He's not He's he's not someone that I'm like too upset that we're losing. I liked him. I, I thought he was a solid player, but... Well, the I'm, other two um, opted out too, Aflalo and what's his name? Williams. So now there's only like five people on the team. Oh, Aflalo did opt Yeah, out? Williams. Derek Williams? Derek Williams, yeah. So there's only... It's Porzingis. It's Mello, it's Holiday, and it's <laughs> Derek Rose. Yo, that sounds like a damn good team, though. I mean, come on. Oh, that well, sounds so they're not going right. to beat LeBron, though. No, but, I mean, who could they possibly add to help them beat LeBron at this point? Dirk Nowitzki? The, yeah. The, yeah, if they added Dirk, Dwight, Dwight Howard. Howard, and uh, Kevin itself. Durant, then, you know, maybe they could hang with LeBron. But at this point, it's not going down. I know. LeBron is like, you know, Jordan, of you know, growing up in the 90s. He's... Robbing people of winning championships, just like and, you know. By, by the way, we cannot we cannot add Dirk because Dirk's you know very similar to Brazingis. He would be a great mentor, but it, we can't have two soft big men down there. We need the, we need a bruiser under there. I know. No, uh, we'll see where Dirk signs. I think what's his name uh, Durant's going to go to Golden State. Really? He said he wants to play with them. Wow. And he wants to win. So. Wow. I mean, that would be ridiculous if they got Durant. I, what are they going to be undefeated next year? Yeah, then they'll choke in the uh, finals. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. But look, Przingis and Derek Rose together is a solid, solid pair. And you know what? If Melo takes a little backseat, and he played a little better last year once he started getting Przingis involved, and then possibly get Dwight Howard, maybe pick up a couple role players. Uh, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm just hoping that they're watchable next year and, you know, they look all right. That's yeah. it. They just have to get rid of that triangle, too. Hopefully that doesn't... Uh, that's carry. not happening. There's no way that's happening. Uh, I don't know. Uh, new coach, same philosophy, but if they get rid of that, they have a chance. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... I don't think so. I think Phil Jackson wants that triangle in there, and he's not giving up on it. Cool. All right, so plug what you have to plug. Yeah, I think we already got it. You know, YouTube.com slash Is This How You Go Viral. Facebook, Milo the Cat, M-Y-L-O. Twitter, M-T-C, y'all. Um, uh, that's right, yeah, it's different. Yeah, but if you search Milo the Cat, it's also the same shit. Instagram, Milo the Cat, and I guess that's about it. Cool. All right, I'll link everything up in the uh, blog, and I'll uh, I'll put this on there. Cool, man. Much appreciated. Cool, yeah, thanks for coming on. We look forward to the next uh, video going viral. Thanks for having me. Appreciate cool. it. Thanks, man. All right, man.